You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to this evening's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. We've received this message from Brother Ahmed. It says, du'as are requested for Brother Abdul Karim Isaac, son of Ghulam Isaac from Erasmia. And Brother Abdul Karim Isaac fell after Juma last week at Masjid Al-Aqsa and he sustained a very bad head injury and he's unconscious in ICU in Jerusalem. Mufti Sahib? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Allahumma aafihi Allahumma shfihi Allahumma anta shafi la shifa illa shifauk shifaan la yugadiru saqama Everyone in the family and friends read for all those people who are sick and our brother there in hospital ICU in Jerusalem Al-Baytul Muqaddas Al-Quds Al-Sharif Allah ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minal zalimin Read Ya Salamu Ya Salamu Read Surah Fatiha Give our charity on behalf of the people who are ill and sick Allah Jalla Ula grant him complete siha afia and shifai kamil ajil mustafa Aziz, we make dua for him. Few other announcements quickly. Right on before I forget our brother's day in our Durban studio, our new studio there. So Hafiz Wadi will give you the address. Make dua. We're still just fixing everything up, the finishing touches. Yesterday we had our first program whilst I was there in Durban, Alhamdulillah. So we play praise Hafiz Wadi, mashallah, and Dawood Monli, our engineer, our brother Bilal, and our Mush Mujahid, our worker who's always behind the scenes, not worker, our brother, and that is Brother Muhammad Salim Asmal. Jazakumullahu khairan to all of you. Those of you going for Umrah and so forth, or you are there, my nephew just came back and he gave me a whole rundown and he said that we must inform the people, and rightly so. You know, the Imam no more reads Salat day by the Kaaba Musharrafah, the Baytullah. He reads Salat right at the back facing where you will call the southern direction of the Baytullah between the Hajar Aswad and Rukn Yamani all Salat he stands there and now people are reading Salat in front of him that's not permissible for these Salafis they'll just make everything permissible so you the men or women for that matter because women also just get in everywhere so you must make sure that you are Salat time for Salat time Jamaat time congregation time you are not in front of the Imam and you are facing that southern wall between Hajra Aswad and Rukna Yamani. Another thing, they're preventing the people from visiting the grave Mubarak of Sayyidina Usman radiallahu ta'ala and they just take you round and then you miss the grave of Sayyidina Usman and you tell me these people are Muslim, these rulers and so forth. So they just do whatever they want to do and they will say Khadimul Haramain Sharifain that they are the Khadim, they're not Khadim, they are the Chayin, they are the traitors of the Haramain Sharifain and so forth. Another announcement we have to make is this, that inshallah Aziz tomorrow with Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan after the Azan 405, 406 I'll be here and we'll carry on tomorrow morning till 5 a.m. inshallah Aziz. The Salat time has changed in our nearby masjid. So mashallah and that nearby masjid is Barakati Masjid the watch is also two minutes behind. So it suits me fine even if 
if I leave here at 5 o'clock, I still make it in time with Takbir Ula. So I hope that watch keeps on staying two minutes behind, you know. I must tell you one story quickly, Hafiz Wadi. One guy sent me a message. He said the teacher asked the student in class, what comes before 47? So he said AK. <laughs> AK-47, and he sent it to me. So I said, nice one, brother. But tell them we don't believe in AK-47. We believe in AK-255, Ayatul Kursi, and verse number 255, chapter 2. Right, Avizwadi, fire up. Chi this person says, ask Mufti Saab about the tafsir of ayah number 4 from Surah Bani Israel, from Waqawayna ila Bani Israel. Does this refer to nowadays, Mufti Saab? Remember, the Quran Sharif is a living book for all times and all play, all places. Remember that, and is not confined to certain time and certain places. Wal Khaila, Wal Bighala, Wal Hamira, Litarkabuha Wazina. Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sabrahimullah, who we met several times, he passed away on 10th of Shawwal, 10th of Shawwal, 1976. In Ma'ariful Quran, he writes, Allah speaks of donkeys and horses and mules so they asked him Hazrat Quran mein Hawaii jaz ka zikr hai are aeroplanes and missiles and rockets and all that mentioned he said yes said where he said where Allah speaks about horses mules and donkeys Allah said he will create that which you do not know so nowadays we see the planes and the rockets and missiles and drones and all that what and what is going on Kudrat ka karishma at that time you had to use these terms who will know nobody will even know what you're talking about so you must remember there's a masterpiece book I took it now to Durban and I got it here I keep it special remember in a Palestinian scholar gave it to me as a gift so you must read that book I sent it out so many times on to the all the groups and telegram and so forth you jutlas, you haramis, you super terrorists, you will cause mischief and mayhem twice on the earth. Once during the time of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Medina, the Banu Qaynuqa were expelled first, then the Banu Nadir, then the Banu Quraiza, and then on the seventh year of the Hijrah, they in Khaybar, which was the headquarters of the Jutlas, they were defeated and Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu He's known as Fatih Khaybar, the conqueror of Khaybar. He played a very prominent role there. I went there myself with Allah's help. You should go there. If you're in Medina, go to Khaybar and come back after Fajr and after Nashta, then Rasta, after breakfast. Go before Zohar time, you'll be back. You're in Makkah, go to Taif, take your Ihram worth and come back with the intention of Umrah and so forth. Make your journey a great journey. Not go shopping and holiday and honeymoon and waste your time there and so forth so remember that so and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that on his deathbed the master alayhi salam said akhrijul yahud wal nasara min jaziratil arab expel the jutlas and the jews and the christians from the arab peninsula this harami this murtad mbs today people send me photos from medina munawara the one minister irani or whatever his name is 
is or her name is from India, non-Muslim, Pakka Hindu idol worshipper is right there in Masjid Nabawi's courtyard and so forth and so on. You call this Muslim, these people. So remember, they invite and they call all these non-Muslims to come there. So why? Because they want to host the 2030 Expo. They want to host the 2034 World Cup. So the bootlicking goes on. No, we are very modern Saudi Arabia. Speak one word against the government in Saudi and see what they do with you. They'll put you away for 10, 20, 30 years. And that's what they did to so many people. Complete dictatorship and monarchy it is. And run by murtads and non-Muslims. This person says that we are seasonal travelers and we want to visit India and Pakistan. Is it safe to visit these places? Regarding the previous questions, you must remember that. Go look at the glory, the beauty, the style of the Noble Quran. Chapter 17, verse 104. When the final promise of all comes, we will bring you in groups and groups. The Americans will be there. The Europeans will be there. The South Africans, New Zealanders, Australians. So where and where Indians will also be there. And then the final analysis comes, chapter 17, verse 7. This is what's going on now already. This is the starting. When the last final promise comes, the Muslim army, in this case Hamas, they will disfigure your faces. They send 8,000, 10,000 straight to hell. 12, 13,000 jutlas disabled according to their own media. Two, three thousand blind, semi-blind already, and they're running for life. Remember that straight dispatch to hell. Yesterday the cabinet had a meeting. Guns and all of them didn't even attend. You think they're united? They totally disunited and fragmented. So Quran is teaching us they will enter Majidul Aqsa. We don't want the Jutla police there and that guarding our Aqsa, it will be liberated via jihad and all this pride and arrogance you got because of Biden and Blinken and your American regime and the veto all that will be crushed to pieces inshallah Quran has spoken of that chapter 17 verse 7 you're a South African, you want to go to Pakistan, India, Hamanskral and wherever else, Hong Kong so you go, you get e-visa now, everything on arrival, or you must remember you speak to your agent. Very safe, you go, mashallah. From Pakistan, you want to go to Afghanistan, one of the safest countries in the world. Go to Afghanistan. Yesterday, somebody came to me and told me, I heard you never went to Afghanistan. Come, I will arrange for you. I had a good laugh. I say, what you will arrange? You say that I send you via Qatar, you must remember, to Afghanistan or via Turkey or via Pakistan. But I say, I know more travel. We'll make dua for Taliban. We make dua for Hamas. They must take on the enemies and dispatch them straight to hell. Remember that. So that is what you should do. Include one, two other countries. Make your journey worthwhile. Read two rakat salat and go, inshallah. Give out charity. Allah ta'ala take you safely. Great history in India. Great history in Pakistan. Great history in Afghanistan. Visit all these places, mashallah. It'll widen your your horizons.
It's better to say Jumad al-Akhira or Jumad al-Ukhra. We see both on social media groups. When you study what the Arabic linguists say, then the best way to pronounce this current month is Jumad al-Akhira. You will see our masjid board, sometimes even our ulama, and even in their writing, they write Jamada. That's totally wrong. It's Jumada with a Dhamma, with a Pesh on the Jim. Jumada al-Akhira. You can say Jumada al-Ukhra, but if you're asking what is afsah, what is more eloquent and correct, then it is Jumada al-Akhira. Therefore, I repeat it every lecture now I deliver, wherever it is. I praise all my Allah, send salawat, salutations upon Nabiul Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and then we will give the Islamic date. We must give the Islamic date currency. Tonight, the 26th of Jumada al-Akhira, 14. 45. Everybody knows what is the Gregorian date. You ask your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife, when you were born, they will tell you they were born 1st of April, April Fool, or whatever they want to say. So that's their business. Nisan, they call it in Arabic. It's not permissible as April Fool business. But you must remember that. So, but if you ask them what is your Islamic date, you will be born. 90% of the Ummah got no idea. So you must write it down. You see, I told brother Ibrahim Anderson write down the date for them on 26 Jumad al-Akhira 216 people mashallah they embrace Islam and alhamdulillah rabbil alameen you all witness it and when we send out the podcast inshallah al-aziz then all of you will see the clip you will listen to the clip as well so that is of our brother Ibrahim Anderson from Walmart start 99 males and 117 females so mashallah Allah, that you can listen to it. So always give currency to our Islamic lunar calendar. This person says that I wear the niqab and my father is not happy and tells me to take it off when we go overseas. Mufti Sahib, please advise, what should I do? Remember that in the weekend whilst I was in Durban, one question was sent to me by a 16-year-old boy. I could cry, you know. He writes that, Mufti, I listen to you and I'm so happy when I listen to you. I want to read my five daily salat in the masjid. I want to wear kurta. I want to wear beard. Use the keeper beard. My parents, father and mother, physically they assault me and so forth. What should I do? So we gave some advices. So remember, yeah, our daughter, 18, 20 years old, 15 years old, whatever, she wants to wear niqab, but the father or the mother or both of them are not happy. So remember, these are the people you will lose your iman, you do all these type of things. What will you say when I read to you this verse? Chapter 33, verse number 59, where all Allah speaks of this. Ya ayyuan nabi O Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, did you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu tell your honorable wives and spouses, Wabanatik, your beloved daughters, four daughters, and the believing men, our women, our wives, mothers, daughters, sisters, nieces, they must draw the dikav and the jilbab close to themselves, they must wear it. Abdullah ibn Abbas says, this means covering 
in the face and the whole body. Our Ustad, our Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, Rahimamullah, writes in Rawaiul Bayan fi Ahkamil Quran, an excellent article. Bid'ah to kashfil wajhi is bid'ah haram for a woman to expose her face in front of all and sundry and Tom, Dick and Harry and so forth and so on. So therefore it's compulsory in Sharia that they must wear. That we travel so many countries with Allah's help, Allah's mercy. And when we were going from Mauritius to reunion, so the ulama they told me, tell your wife that she must not wear niqab and so forth. It's 200 years euros fine and so so I just told her that's what they're saying but you do what is the right thing to do so now we're entering we're coming there's two whiteies there they're looking at us her face is completely covered basically when she came right there now they're going to interview her interrogate her she raised up you must remember her niqab and she had a health mask on they just looked at one another and the non-Muslims were perplexed and I looked at admiration with her I said what the jewel you pulled out chapter 65 verses two and three when you have taqwa and piety Allah makes a way out for you and Allah will give you risk from where you never ever anticipated you father mother you traveling overseas you tell your daughter she must not wear niqab so why are you suffering from an inferiority complex the west is the best in your mind white is right don't you see what these Haramis are doing they're slaughtering and murdering our babies our children in Palestine they murdered our people in Afghanistan Madeleine Albright the Harami the super terrorist and of America she said on TV and she said it openly in full view of the world it's worth it to murder and kill half a million children in Iraq and you want to impress them you dress to impress shame on you parents you're supposed to be al-ummu al-madrasatul ula the mother is supposed to be the first madrasa but you suffer from a complex our islam is the best and we must share it with the rest allah give that's why my last talk there in uh, rendell street rendell road whatever you call nurul huda that last five ten minutes i spoke on this look at our family structures drunk they ask our sons and daughters some of them on new year's eve and new year's day and you see the amount of zina, fornication, adultery going on, the amount of drugs and fornication, drugs and alcohol going on, the amount of divorces going on, because whole day and whole night you're busy with your films and your movies and your cell phone, and they glorify it, how many gays we have in the Muslim community, so remember, we must be influencing the life of others we must tell them, you must wear hijab and niqab, the lady and her husband came from Australia, Melbourne, non-Muslims. Somebody told them, you must listen to the program in the morning. So they heard the program. They became Muslim. We made them Muslim. I asked them, do you have a Muslim name? They said, no, AK, you give us the name. So we called the brother Abdullah. We called the sister Amatullah. Obviously, I haven't met them. I don't know them, but they interact with
with us. Maybe they're listening to us even now. They're six, eight hours depending, you understand, on the times and that ahead of us. So what happens? She's a judge. She went there and told them from tomorrow, I'm coming with my scarf and all that. So slowly, slowly, inshallah, she will go into niqab. So you must be the one to influence the lives of others, not get influenced by others. They wear certain things, so we must dress to impress them. Nay. So your mothers and father make sincere toba. If you're going to keep on telling your daughter, you can't win the cup, you can't do this, you can't do that, you tell your son, shave your beard, you're going to go right out of Islam sooner or later, remember. And your sons and daughters, Habibuna Rasulullah, golden maxim and teaching, authentic hadith in Ibn Majah and Mishka Sharif, La ta'at al-makhluqin fi ma'asit al-khaliq, there is no obedience to any creation, whether he's king, whether he's prince or crown prince or clown prince, or whether he's parents or teacher, when it leads to a sin against the Creator Almighty Allah. So you don't listen to them, and you listen to Quran Sharif and Sunnah Mubarakah, and that is our deen, that is where our honor lies in. Amirul Mu'minin, Umar Farooq, Sayyidah Umar, when he entered their Palestine, Baytul Maqdis, Baytul Muqaddas, and Sahaba Tabi'in shouted Allahu Akbar, the golden sentence he said on that occasion, the year 636 Hijrah, the 16th year after Hijrah, and 636 Gregorian calendar, Nahnu qawmun azzan Allahu bil Islam, we are a people Allah gave us honor because of Islam, wa mahma natlubu ghayrahu la zallan Allah, and you will look and search for any other ism, Allah will humiliate you and disgrace you. So wake up to and rise to the occasion. We're not going to sell our deen. We're going to practice on our deen, whether you like it or you dislike it. Sahib, what is the ruling with regards to amputation? Remember that one must not go and just listen to one doctor and two doctors and just amputate and so forth and so on. Go to many doctors and go to two, three good hakims also. Sometimes you can even go to India, Pakistan. They have some very good hakims there. And I know of people here in South Africa, they said they must amputate. And when they went there, they did some ilage and treatment and their lungs got saved and so forth. But sometimes you have to amputate as a last resort. So if that happens, you must remember after the hand or the leg, the foot is amputated, then put it into a plastic and then go bury it, that organ, that portion there in the Muslim graveyard and tell that person to exercise a lot of sabr and so forth. So our Maulana Abdul Haq Umarji, he was the president, you must remember, of Darum Newcastle. And you know, when he went the last time to India, so there was a madrasa there that was established by Mona Abdullah Hindi. Let's call him Mona Abdullah Hindi. Mona Abdullah of India, 100 years ago and more. Then the madrasa closed down. Mona Abdullah Afriki, Umarji. Mona Abdullah of South Africa, Umarji, Rahimamullah. Dil me kalakata. How can this madrasa be closed? So he went, he collected money in South Africa. He reopened that madrasa and they started. Lo and behold, 
told on a Friday whilst they were delivering you must remember the Jumma khutbah during the khutbah or during the Salat Friday he passed away the person who was there he was in Newcastle and he told me this so you must remember they buried Maulana Abdullah Afriki Umarji next to Maulana Abdullah Hindi so this is Dean of Islam so why I took his name his two or three toes and that were amputated he tried so much but eventually they had to amputate Allah Ta'ala grant our elders our ulama Rabbani our Mona Abdullah Umarji our Mona Qasim Sema our Mona Yunus Patel our Mona Ismail Katrada our Mufti Ibrahim Sanjalwi Hafiz Abdurrahman these are our elders Sheikh Salih Abadi Allah grant them all Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la we take their name because we had ta'alluq and connection with them remember that and we know what great sacrifices they made for deen of Islam Amin. inshallah I think it's time for a break now Mufti Sab it's time for a break and we continue the after inshallah you're listening to Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and continuing with this evening's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies perhaps a news update and then we go with the question Mufti Sahib Get on up too many questions let's fire up Okay Mufti Sahib how many days has the Yunus Salam remain in the belly of the uh, the fish or the whale Bismillahirrahmanirrahim the Quran Sharif does not tell us how many days the ahadith sahiha the authentic ahadith do not tell us but yeah there are three discussions you should know Discussion, okay, before I answer this, remember at about 5 to 10, 6 minutes to 10, inshallah, we will stop the questions and we'll make dua. You know, this week, Thursday, Friday is the court case there, the International Court of Justice, and all my Allah was humiliated and disgraced these Jutlas, Harami, super terrorists in front of the whole world. So at least let us make dua tonight, inshallah. Allah ta'ala let the truth prevail and this super terrorists, murderers, Allah humiliate and disgrace them in front of the whole world. So remember that coming to the books of history and tafsir and so forth, some ulama wrote that Nabi Yunus salam, was three days, three nights in the belly of the fish. And remember that is the opinion, some wrote 40 days, 40 nights, you must remember. So all those are ara. Ara means rai and opinions. We don't have any conclusive evidence in the light of Quran Sharif or authentic Sunnah and Nabawiyah authentic teaching of Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam but what is of importance for us all you Christians I told you now listen carefully all you Christians and you Jutlas Haramis also listen you see your Christmas is cooked up you must remember that 25th of December there's no such thing as 25th December Christmas and I proved it to you from Quran Sharif and from the Bible remember that in the Quran Sharif you go and read chapter 19 Surah Maryam dedicated to Mary the Virgin so Maryam Adra Maryam Al-Batul the one who moved away from a toxic society to a pure and chaste society so when she was giving 
giving birth. All might Allah told her for Maryam, for Mary, radiallahu anna, Allah be pleased with her. That la tahazani qad ja'ala rabbuki tahtaki sariya. Don't be grieving and sad. Allah has made divine arrangements, divine provision for you. Allah made water for you, around you and next to you. Wahuzi ilayki bijiz in nakhlati to saqit alayki rutaban janiya. Just shake the day tree and the fresh, fresh, ripe, ripe dates will fall. Chapter 19, Surah Maryam, verses 22, 23, 24. So the ripe dates, fresh dates will only come in summer, June, July, not December in the land of Palestine. Go open, go look at Luke, remember in the Bible, and you will find in chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, that the shepherds were taking their flock of sheep and grazing. So when you're going to take your sheep for grazing and that in midwinter, December, they all die. So remember, obviously, common sense will tell you, but common sense is no more common nowadays. So that is in summer as well. So your whole story of the 25th December is Christmas and birth of Jesus is one big fairy tale and fabrication and lie. First January is New Year or lies. December, you say December. Death means 10. Or November means 9. October means 8. September means 7. But you say 12, 11, 10. So the name and the number are not corresponding. So it shows that your New Year actually was 1st of March. So even your New Year is concocted and fabricated. Let's come to your Easter. So go to Matthew in the Bible and you will find. So I'm paraphrasing it now. So there the question is asked, how many days did he, Jonah, Nabi Yunus spend in the belly of the fish? So the paraphrase meaning will be in Matthew that you will be like Jonah. You, Jesus, you will be like Jonah. Jonah remained in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. You will stay in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights. Okay? That is your Bible which you corrupted yourself, your clergy, your rabbis, and all of them, the Torah, the gospel, all corrupted nowadays. So now when we go and count, they say, the Christians say this, and it's good I'm discussing this, there's another question added to this. So you must remember that, so they are, the Christians, they say, this is what they say, we reject it absolutely, completely, and totally. We as Muslims say, وَمَا قَتَلُوا وَمَا صَلَبُوا nor was Jesus Nabi Isa salam, killed by the Jutlas and the Jews and nor was he uh, crucified and so forth as the Christians say so all Allah has mentioned all this in chapter 4 Surah Nisa verses 156 and 157 158 159 so go read all that in the Quran so before they could do all that Allah raised him physically bodily in the state of Witness and took him to the heavens. So Jesus never died, Jesus was not put on the cross, and he is still alive and will come down. Remember, whenever Almighty Allah wants, and then there will be war against the Jews and Christians who don't embrace Islam, and against the Jal, the Antichrist between Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, Lud. They say, Lord, he will kill and despite the Jal to Jahannam.
So let us see now, you Christians, that is your story, your, your, so your Christmas fairy tale, I prove to you, your New Year fairy tale fabricated, concocted, your Easter also concocted and fabricated. So let's see what you Christians say. This is Christian story, we reject it. So they say on Friday Jesus was crucified, okay? Therefore, they call it Good Friday. And then that Friday night, he was put into the tomb, the tomb in Holy Safalka. If you go to Jerusalem, so you will find Masjid Al-Aqsa, you will find Qubbatul Sahra, and behind that you will find Kanisatul Qiyamah, the Holy Safalka. I went inside all these places. I went in there by the wailing wall, the Juttas were cursing me, they go to hell. So we went there to see what they are doing, and then we went in inside this church there the Christians were swearing me we just went we just get it on we don't worry so you must remember to see what they do and so forth so they say this Christian that Jesus died on the cross we reject it then they buried him there in the holy Safalka. so this is Friday night then Saturday night so how many nights two nights and remember Saturday during the day so it is two nights and one day and Mary Magdalene came Sunday and then the tomb, the grave was empty. So, but your Bible says in Matthew three days, three nights, like how Jonah was in the belly of the fish, Jesus will be in the belly of the sand. I must remember for three days and three nights. Now you tell me, Christians, who's lying? The Bible is lying, the Pope is lying, the priest is lying, the pastor is lying. So your whole Christmas, your whole Christianity falls apart. When you study Christmas, one big fat lie. When you study New Year, they're making you idiots, you must remember, because they know masses are asses. Your whole Easter, another one big fabrication. But we like it. You know why? They say Good Friday, our masjid, our mosque got packed to capacity, and we have istimas and all that, our huge gatherings and mashallah, so thousands of people can attend. But yours is a total fabrication. You should remember these type of things. So whether it was three days, 40 days, Wallahu A'alam, only Almighty Allah knows the absolute truth. Of this time, this person says that I'm lazy to read any kutub. Is there any advice on how to become a lover of reading, Mufti Sahib? So you have to fight your desires, my brother. You're sitting on your laurels and thinking of hadi and think you'll understand Islam. No. The first word, the first verb, the first commandment, iqra, read. If you don't read, what good Muslim you are? It means you're hopeless and useless and good for nothing. You're not fit for leadership and so forth. Chapter 20, verse number 100. And fourteen, Kul, say Ya Rasulullah, Ya Habibana, Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Rabbi Zidni Ilma. Chapter 20, verse 114. Oh, my beloved Allah, increase me in knowledge. So, how are you going to imbibe and acquire knowledge if you don't read? So, you have to read, and therefore, I tell everybody, I have very few friends. My biggest friends are my kitabs. Khairu Jalisi Kutubi, Mutanabi said so. So, you must remember my best friends are my books every day we read 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 so every day you must read my brother sitting there and wasting time and killing time is not going to help you this person requires some clarity regarding the apika is it after seven days or is it on the seventh day of the sahib 
on the seventh day. Now, today, Monday, your baby was born. So, before Maghrib, Zohar time, Asr time. So, Sunday is the seventh day. Baby born tonight, so now it's Tuesday. So when will be the seventh day? Monday. So when it's a baby boy, two goats or two sheep. When it's a baby girl, one goat or one sheep. You give adhan in the right ear. You give ikama in the left ear. And then you must remember that you do the tahnik. And tahnik is you take the dates, you chew it, insert it in the baby's mouth, and then read this dua. Sayyidah Umar, Umar Farooq, when Hassan Basri was born in Medina Munawwara, his family moved from Medina Munawwara to Iraq to Basra when he was 14 years old. Sayyidina Umar Farooq, Amirul Mu'mineen, radiallahu anhu warda, made the tahnik and then took the dates inserted in Hassan Basri's mouth and said, Allahumma faqihu fiddeen. Ya Allah, make him a faqih, a jurist. He can benefit the ummah and make him beloved to humanity and people. When I was in Iraq in 2000, I used to look for all the little kutayb, the small, small booklets and so. So one book I found there, maybe just one dollar or whatever. So you must remember that what's the book's name? Al-Imam Al-Hassan Al-Basri Al-Wa'iz Al-Bakka. What a beautiful book you must remember that is. So you will find the anecdotes of Sayyidina Hassan Basri, Rahimahullah. So these are the type of things. Alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnatil khulafai rashidin al mahdiin. Follow my way and the way of the rightly guided khulafa. Twenty rakats tarawi they read Sayyidina Umar Farooq and Sahaba after that. Three talaks and they accepted it like that. So yeah, we accept this dua. Whenever people bring a date and will make tahnik, I read the same dua of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu Allah so read all these type of things if someone walks in front of you whilst you are reading your salah be it for the females at home and for the males in the masjid does that invalidate that person's salah? No, the salat is valid. La yaktawu salat shay'un. Nothing will break your salat. A cat passes you, or a female passes you, or a male passes you, or a child passes you, walks past there. Your salat is valid. But common sense must prevail. And that is, you must place a sutra in front of you. When you know that is a place that is mamar, is a passage, a lot of people will pass there. So take a stool, take a chair, take something, and just place it in in front of you and then the people can pass and so forth today in the masjid they left such a big gap you know they made me so upset I said the whole day you'll speak of unity can't you see there's such a big gap there in the first serve so that I said that when you want unity you must first make sure that your sufuf are totally straight and every imam this is an indictment upon our imam I read salat in my tours and other places and I mentioned it to some imam this is not right what you're doing after the iqama la ilaha illallah Allah Akbar no it's the imam's duty look on your right look on your left and tell people go read Mishkat go read Mustafa Ahmad taqaddam ya fulan taakhar ya fulan hey, come a little bit front go a little bit back you the imam are responsible to see tasweer to sufuf all the serfs are filled all the gaps are filled and so forth and so on you don't see in the haram 
Amin Sharifain Stow Idadilu And all that And Bisafil Awal Wal Awal Atimmu Safal Awal Wal Awal So come in front And start filling All the sufuf up Suddul Khalal Fill all the gaps up And all that That is our duty Likewise After Maghrib Adhan Then straight away They just start They come It's wrong What about all the duas After Adhan And so forth Four duas When we to go for Hajj And so forth As to tell Hajis You are here It must be a learning process Read with me La ilaha illallah Adhan finish Read now Allahumma swalli ala Sayyidina Muhammad Wa ala ali Muhammad Kama swallayta ala Ibrahim Wa ala ali Ibrahim Innaka hamidun majid Thumma swallu alayya To read Durood Sharif before Adhan That's wrong You must read Durood Sharif After the Adhan That is the command of Nabi Alayhi Salam Open Sahih Muslim Then read Shahadatain Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh Then read the third dua Radhiitu billahi rabba Wa bil islami dina Wa bi muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Rasoolah wa nabiya Then you read the fourth dua So our people just maybe You can't even get chance today to read the duas It's very bad what most imams are doing It's not acceptable You must give the people chance to read the dua And just run in front like you know, I, I can understand this mentality you know So you know, and then we speak about sunnah But deliberately every day we just break the sunnah Allahumma rabba hadi da'wati tamma Wa salatil qa'ima Aati muhammadan al-wasila Wal-fadila Wab'athu maqaman mahmudan al-lati wa'atta So go open Mishkat Go open Mustafa Ahmad Go open Ibn Majah So many ahadis kitab Al-Adhkar ba'd al-adhan Al-Ad'iya ba'd al-adhan The sunnah du'as to read Pause little bit One minute Nobody will die or something And if you got Shafi'is Maliki's and them And all the Shafi'is and Hanbali's and them They can read their two rakat Salat hadith in Bukhari Sharif Swallu qabla al-maghribi rakatain Swallu qabla al-maghribi rakatain That is our deen of Islam Not the whole world is Hanafis You know So we need to wake up little bit And practice what Islam is teaching us when it comes to making intentions for tahajjud, should you say turakas nafil namaz or sunnah namaz? Remember, the word is not tahajjud with a ha, it's tahajjud with a ha. Many people make this mistake. Hajada, hajada, ha, jim, dal. That like our people, they can't pronounce nikah. 90%, 80% of the nikah invitations they send to us, and speaking of that, mashallah, I asked Mona. Zahid Khan how many Nikah announcements you had last week Friday because they said four or five or something so very good so those of you your daughters your sons are getting married you got Nikah announcements please please send it to us and remember send it tomorrow Wednesday Thursday whenever Friday morning between 10 and 10.30 on Marcus Sahaba the voice of Alu Sunnah wa Jamaah we have the Nikah announcements so please 084-786-3132 or send it to my phone 071-888-1184 and I don't want long long stories the grandfather is saying this and the mother is saying this and this is, just give us the nikah information and the announcement that's all we want to attend we just announce it that's a sunnah a'alinun nikah hadith in Tirmidhi so the people they say nikah 
Nikkah. N-I-K-K-A-H. Where, where you got this word Nikkah? Is Nikah. N-I-K-A-H. So Tahajjud. So the Salat is Sunnah. You just say, I'm reading Tahajjud Salat. Finish. You remember that. Three o'clock you read. Two o'clock you read. MashaAllah. Two, four, six, eight rakats. And if you haven't read Witter, then you read Witter then. And make sure you don't miss it. And then Allah, special, special mercy will come to you. You want to become a Wali, you you want to become Khasan the special special servants of Allah you don't bother about people and so forth then read the Hajjud Salat and your five Salat on time the men in Jamaat in the Masjid and the women at home you must, obviously there are certain times that you are Musafir or ill and it's different but normal circumstances so women at home and the men in the Masjid on time we read Hadith in Mishka Sharif, that is the habit of the pious and devout servants of all should the Qunud and Nazila be recited for the success of the SA legal team at ICJ especially on Thursday remember that we shouldn't make intention for that only make dua for all the Muslims who are suffering look at the Rohingya Muslims we just forget them and remember they are pushed from pillar to post so they are there in Cox Bazaar big disaster took place today yesterday also and you can see what's happening to them in Banda Aci in Indonesia they are for their problems so make dua for the Burmish Muslims the Rohingya Muslims the Syrians the Libyans the Pakistanis and the Egyptian and Indian Muslims Kashmir Bihar Palestinians and it's not only Palestine they're suffering the whole world where Muslims are and want to practice they are suffering so when you make Qunut and Azila you must make intention for everybody and especially that you must make this dua I see Imams and I hear them reading but they don't mention the word Yahud, that also is not right. You must say in the ending, Allahumma alayka bil Yahudi zalimin. You see during the break that person making dua, he said, Ya Allah grant us rakatain fil masjid al-aqsa qabla al-mamat. Let us read two rakat salat minimum, Ya Allah in masjid al-aqsa before we pass away. Story time and then the dua. Henry Kissinger the Harami, the speech read to hell, 100 years old, big life a war criminal go read in Cambodia Vietnam what he did and so forth dispatched to hell Alhamdulillah good riddance to him so he comes to King Faisal a Shaheed he passed away he was martyred murdered by the enemies remember that and they got somebody inside the palace to assassinate him in 1975 we saw him in 74 he came for Tawaf there to Haram Sharif Mashallah during Ramadan so we call him King Faisal a Shaheed Allah grant him Jannat so Henry Kissinger comes to him and this was in the early 70s when the oil embargo took place and you know we couldn't get the petrol and all that in weekends here in South Africa so anyway cut long story short he told him King Faisal please remove this embargo is hurting America and the economy and the West he said fine I'll remove it today you tell your Jutlas they must clear Masjid Al-Aqsa clear Jerusalem I King Faisal 
Faisal want to read Salat in Majidul Aqsa Qabl al-Mamat. What can Andy Kissinger say? When you have Iman, you will do this. He fixed up America. He fixed up the West and put the oil embargo. And these Haramis will go today. They will change the whole Islam to go and appease and to please these enemies of Islam. That's the difference. Let us all make dua. Turn to Almighty Allah in the last four or five minutes. That Almighty Allah grant our Mujahideen in victory. Almighty Allah grant the legal team victory. Almighty Allah decimate, destroy all these enemies of Islam if there is no hidayat for them. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma la uhsi thanaan alayk. Anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Allahumma laka shukru kullu. Walaka alhamdu kullu. Walaka almulku kullu. Allahumma laka alhamdu bil iman. Walaka alhamdu bil islam. Walaka alhamdu bin nabiyya akhir al-zaman. Walaka alhamdu bil quran. Walaka alhamdu bil sihha wal-afiyya. Walaka alhamdu bil ahli wal-iyal. Allahumma laka alhamdu bima hadaytana. Walaka alhamdu bima satartana. Walaka alhamdu bima karramtana. Walaka alhamdu bima arzaktana wa a'taytana. Allahumma swalli wa sallim wa barik ala sayyidina wa habibina wa shafi'ina wa habibina Mulana Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya dal jalali wal ikram. Ya hannan, ya mannan, ya badi'a samawati wal ard. Ya qadhi al hajat, ya qawiyu, ya azizu, ya muntaqimu, ya hayyu, ya qiyyum, wa ilahukum ilahu wahid, la ilaha illa wa rahmanu rahim. Ya Allah, give victory to Hamas and the Mujahideen. Ya Allah, give victory to our Mujahideen in all parts of the world. Ya Allah, wa mustadafeen and mazlumeen, the Burmish Muslim, Rohingya Muslims, the brothers in India, sisters, children in India, Kashmir, and they in Bihar and Assam, and wherever else there's so much oppression, in Syria, in Egypt, Pakistan, and wherever else, Ya Allah, you help them, Ya Allah, help them in Gaza al-Mubarakah, Ya Allah, let them rise and let them defeat the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel, Allahumma jdud wat ataka ala juyushi israeliyin wa juyushi amerikiyin wa juyushi a'daidin Ya Allah, you tighten your grip upon these haramis and decimate and destroy them. Allahumma ahlikum kama ahlakta ada wa samud Allahumma ahlik ala saud kama ahlakta ada wa samud. Ya Allah, those who are ill and sick, our brother day in Aqsa in Palestine grant him shifa and all those brothers, sisters, children who are ill, our marhumin, our brothers, sisters who passed away with Iman and Islam, grant them Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la, Ya Allah, today 216 brothers, sisters embrace Islam, bifadalika wa rahmatika wa judika wa karamika ya rahman rahimin, it's only your mercy, your grace, your benevolence, Ya Allah, wa dakhilna fi rahmatik wa antarhamur rahimin, reward our brother Ibrahim Anderson, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, make us all Allah majalna hadiyin, mahdiyin, muwafaqeen, maqbooleen fil alami kullihi, Ya Rabb al-alameen. Make us the roving ambassadors. Let us take Islam to all four corners of the globe. Ya Allah, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya Kareem. Ya Allah, those people who are making zulam upon us. Rabbin surni ala al-qawm al-mufsideen. Rabbin surna ala al-qawm al-mufsideen. Wa ufawwidu amri ila Allah. إن الله بصير بالإباد حسبنا الله ونعم الوكيل فنعم 
المولى ونعم النصير قال الله تعالى في شأن حبيبي إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وشفينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وأرنا مناسكنا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون سلام المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين آمين 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 next up inshallah we have Hafiz Yusuf Kala my brother make dua for his family and wife she's not too well Allah grant her shifa as well and then inshallah Molana Ahmed Latsab niyat ki ahmiyat rectify our intentions 4 o'clock inshallah brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and 4.05 I will come down and then 5.30 Mona Salim Karim wonderful program inshallah in the mornings also Allah Jalla Wala accept one and all Jazakallah khair to you Hafiz Wadi Bilal Dawood Monli Muhammad Salim Asmal our brother Lukolo thank you very much Lukolo just made ishara and pointed to me that the podcast will be in two parts and we will send us the clip also of the brothers sisters embracing Islam Jazakallah khairan make dua for this sinner as well Allah Jalla Wala accept us all Ameen Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh we say shukran and wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to Mufti Sahib as well as to the directors, sound engineers and to the esteemed listeners of the various radio stations. Until next time we say wa sallallahu ala nabiyyil ummiyyi fi amani lam as-salama. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.